Welcome to Hashtags in Stilettos with Sakita Holly, the podcast that's like having your own personal publicist in your pocket, sharing business, lifestyle, and PR tips on demand. On this episode, I'll be talking about how I use the power hour method to get more done. I'll also be introducing a new segment called PR Problems, where I'll discuss a company or person who is currently in the news and describe a situation they're going through and give my take on how they could or should navigate through uh, that situation. So let's just jump right into it and start talking about what the power hour method is. So a power hour is when you block off an hour of your time to give an important project or task your undivided attention so that you can either complete that task or make some necessary progress on it. And when I say undivided, I mean undivided. Like you need to completely remove yourself from life in the sense that you need to turn your Wi-Fi off. On, like if your project or whatever you need to do, doesn't require you to use the internet for research or things like that, turn your Wi-Fi off. Log out of your email, turn off the social media, turn your phone off or put it on do not disturb, close your office door, tell people not to bother you. Um, You really need to unplug and dedicate those 60 minutes to that one thing, you know, because I have so many different things on my plate and it can get really overwhelming at times. So I needed to come up with a system to get focused and just be more productive. So I started doing these power hours a few years ago and it has helped tremendously. Um, You know, I had to reintroduce this concept a few weeks ago because my aunt passed away and I've been like a complete mess. It's been so difficult for me to focus and, you know, I've the work was kind of mounting and I was like, okay, you know, I can't kind of, I can't, I can't really pull away completely to grieve. I still have things that I need to do. So I was like, okay, let me, let me try and, and start doing these power hours again. Because a few days after she passed, I remember I got, you know, I got in front of my computer. I'm like, okay, here's my list of things I need to do. I'm about to bang this out. I sat in front of that computer for hours and just stared at the screen. I probably sent one email and it was a response to somebody saying something. Um, but that was it. Like I could not <clears throat> I could not will myself to do anything. So I really had to say, okay, even you know, I had to take all the guilt and pressure off myself. And that's one of the, the best things about a power hour. It's Even if you can't get to completion, once you finish that hour and you look back at all the progress you made, you'll feel like, okay, I I did something today. I finally, you know, just set aside the time to just make, you know, just a little bit of progress on this project. And you'll feel good about that. And if you schedule another power hour, you can do it again over and over and over again until you kind of feel you know, fill out a system that really works for you. Power hours are a great way to do that. Like it's a great way to get your focus back or like I said, to create a new system. So what I want you to do is schedule one this week and see if you notice an increase in your productivity. And the great thing about it is that you don't have to 
put pressure on yourself. Like start with one or maybe you start you do a power 15 minutes or a power 30 minutes and you can use it for maybe a side hustle after work or if you have a big project that is like daunting and you've been putting it off, try using a power hour just to get started. And once you do it, I definitely want to hear how it worked out. So please tweet me at Miss Success in my SS Success. Now let's get into the PR problems segment. It's looking like we got a problem now. Yeah. It's looking like we got a problem now. Yeah. It's looking like we got a problem now. PR problems. Who has them right now? Right now, Title and Beyonce have PR problems. Title, as many of you may know, is the the music streaming service that was acquired by Jay-Z. And Beyonce, as well as other major artists such as Nicki Minaj, Kanye West, Rihanna, Madonna, are co-owners of that service. And the PR problems really kind of stem from their live streaming capabilities, but recently they botched the album releases of two major artists, Rihanna and now Kanye West. Now, Kanye may have played a part in that, but we know that, okay, if they already kind of released title first, then Beyonce is definitely going to try and do that. And that's a problem because they're clearly not ready for the big leagues. But first, before we even kind of get into now, they've had PR problems from the start. The way they launched with that whole spectacle of all the artists on stage and this whole video of, you know, they're about to launch this noble thing. But it was really for them. And I totally get it. I still believe that the service and what they're trying to do can be successful. But the optics of that and the way it came across never really went well with consumers, never really went well with the end users who they want to pay for it. And I get it. They're the artists. They're creating this art that we love so much that we want to consume every single day. But you can't really launch like launch something like that and um so I'll kind of explain my thoughts on how they launched and then we'll kind of circle back to why Beyonce better put that link on iTunes or she's gonna lose a lot of money so like I was saying before the model for title wasn't the issue the whole concept was about streaming has kind of dismantled the financial structure of how artists are compensated which I agree with it's a it's the way of the times this is how we consume a lot of our audio including music and but the model wasn't the issue it was the optics of how it was presented and launched because you can't launch a mass consumer-facing product or service from an elitist, premium-only vantage point. And that elite vantage point is what turned the everyday consumer off before they even learned what the product or service was. And that elite vantage point also turned off thousands of indie or aspiring artists who rely on streaming and digital platforms to build a fan base. And they didn't really answer the most important question for all audiences, whether it was consumers, indie artists, or anyone else that they wanted to reach, which is what's in it for me? You know, I'm about to give you this money or I'm about to sign up for this service, but how does it benefit me when I already have SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, traditional radio? Why do I 
need this? And why do I, or why should I give you money for this? So it's like when you're building a product or service that's supposed to benefit all artists, but you even manage to alienate those other artists who may not be, you know, all number ones, you have a problem. And, you know, Jay, Jay-Z and the rest of those artists, they, they think they know what their fans want, but they really don't in a lot of aspects. Like, how can you know if you haven't really engaged or interacted with them? You know, and that's another kind of problem, this elitist idea of if we build this, we, like, look who's in this room. We're the most powerful artists, the most popular artists in on the globe, on the planet. If we build this, they will come, you know, because that that kind of mindset or concept it really became invalid with the the digital age. And if you're entering a category that already has a clear leader, you know, with streaming, it's Spotify, you can't come into the game like that. You can't come saying, hey, just come over here because it's us. No, I like Spotify. Like, why do I want this? Why should I take my money from Spotify, which I'm a premium account holder there, and move it to Tidal just for an exclusive you know, video or better sounding auto qual- um, audio quality, it's like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I might, I, I don't have those, I don't have the headphones to make it sound any different anyway. So how will I, as a regular listener, understand or be able to tell the difference between higher quality audio? Like your audio is either tr- super trash to anybody's ear or it's it's good enough, you know? So that even wasn't, a great selling point. Um, but you have to know your audience. And if you don't know your audience, invest the time and do the research and understand the actual needs. But anyway, let's circle back to today. And so Rihanna's anti-album launch, that from a, just as a publicist, as a business person, as an entrepreneur, that was painful to watch because they spent weeks or it was felt like months really rolling out this album with beautiful images of her and this whole commercial because Samsung um, actually paid, I believe 20 to 25 million or so for exclusivity rights and to have her as part of their uh, advertising campaign for that. So they did this whole unlock the room to, it was really weird, but they spent a lot of money to do it. And then when it came time for her to release the album, you know, the single came out, we loved it. It was great. But the album then kind of leaked onto title before it was supposed to come out. And then after the leak, they kind of released it and said, okay, here, here it is. Enjoy it. And it was very anticlimactic. It was like, What? So it's free. You're giving it away. Whereas um, Jay-Z had a similar deal. I don't think it was with Samsung. It was with another. It was either with them or another cell phone provider where a few years ago for his Magna Carta album, they bought the first million copies. So people who had that that phone, a Galaxy or Android phone, were able to download it. But we knew that was going to happen before it happened. We didn't know Rihanna's album was going to be free to download on Tidal. So you download it. You know, they got all these new users because they gave you a free account, 30-day trial or whatever. But a lot of people, you know, unsubscribed as soon as they did that. 
and that was kind of just the way it came out like we didn't know what was happening is this ever going on sale is it supposed to be free her album did eventually go on iTunes after but it was confusing it was like wow we've been waiting for the new Rihanna album and you guys went through all this trouble to do all of this and still managed to fuck up the rollout how so that was one and then here comes Kanye with the life of Pablo and I mean there was where where should I even begin there were so many things wrong with it he you know had the listening party at Madison Square Garden everybody loved it you know people who bought tickets to that uh show had uh, they paid an extra ten dollars I believe to get the download um but they still have not received the files the album was for sale on title for twenty dollars at first and some people were being charged twice or being charged once with some extra credit card fees and they never got a download link so they can still I think they were issuing refunds but they can still only stream it Kanye goes on a crazy tirade and says the album will never be for sale it's never going to be on Apple and it's just and he said it's not even done he's still making changes to it so and instead of you know putting making it for sale or even if you sell it on title it's like okay that's a little bit different but the album has reportedly been illegally downloaded and pirated more than 500,000 times like that's a goal album you're on your way to you could have had a platinum album because people actually like what they heard but you kind of shot yourself in a foot and no one can really tell it's like was this intended are you just giving this album away is that what we're doing now but you know Rihanna and Kanye were supposed to kind of clear that path for Beyonce to come through because with each release you're going to gain millions of the ideas that you're going to gain millions of new subscribers who hopefully will stick around you know for the um, upcoming Beyonce release which is where we have a problem because Beyonce are you going to do a title exclusive and not put the Apple iTunes link up first because here's the here's the problem there is a precedent there's a system in place for how we consume music now there's other ways that we can kind of get it but even with Spotify whatever I download um, through iTunes I can put into my personal Spotify playlist I can access it through that interface which is what I prefer to do so when you're asking people to now purchase music outside of that ecosystem one you're asking them to change a behavior that they've kind of honed and created over years and that's difficult that requires PR that requires marketing that requires advertising in some cases and nobody really wants to do that we like the way things you know things are right now why do you want us to kind of change it it seems really self-serving because we're like hey we're saying we we're screaming we don't want this we don't we don't care about this you know we get it maybe charge more or figure out another way around it but that's why they have a problem right now and you know her tour is selling out which is great and you know we're about 10 weeks away from the the first date of her tour so the album is we know it's finished so is it going to come out before that Or now are they trying to figure out how not to mess this up for her? Because, you know, really, she doesn't have to put it on Apple. She could put it on Tidal for free or she could charge on Tidal. But I just, 
I kind of feel like because we no one, you know, a few years ago, Pepsi uh, invested $50 million to be a sponsor for her tour. She did the commercial, et cetera, whatever. But we don't know of any such deals for this time around. And I feel like Beyonce want all her money. She, she not playing with y'all. Like, no, Kanye, Rihanna, y'all can do that. You know, but I, I just can't see her putting out a free album. Now, here's the thing. She could absolutely do that because her, like I said, her tour is pretty much sold out. They, they're having in a lot of different countries and cities, whatever, they're having to add more dates because people are selling out the stadiums, the arenas, which is awesome. But I just don't, how is that going to work? And if they mess up at Beyonce release, that's not going to go over well. Because here's the thing, if she puts that album on title first, right, and says that you can stream it, you can buy it, do you know it, it, how many people are going to illegally download that? And that's why her first, um, well, that last album, Beyond, the self-titled Beyonce album, was so successful commercially because it was not available for streaming for weeks because she wanted all her coins. So, Beyonce, if you're listening to this podcast, put that link on Apple, girl. Get your money. Don't, don't, title's not ready. And what I wish you guys would do is admit title is not ready. We're going to stay in this lane of streaming. If, if we have exclusive video content or interviews or behind the scenes stuff, that will still be on title. But we're going to take a step back. We're going to stop trying to play big dog and we're going to get our shit together. Period. Like, stop. It's not, there's something happening over there that is not working. And the people in charge who are usually pretty business savvy are making really amateur decisions just from an outsider's perspective. It just doesn't, it's not going well. And it's like the, you know, there are some things on fire and people are like, no, everything's fine. Everything's great. Is it? Is it really? And, you know, Kanye is on Twitter saying, oh, well, Tidal's the number one app in the app store. Okay. And y'all still can't get it together. Why don't you just take some time to fix it before you try and put this Beyonce album or anybody else's album or, or a live stream or whatever the case may be because it's not working. So that is... That's kind of the, the way I'm going to sum that up. Beyonce, don't do it, girl. Get your money. Put it on Tidal and iTunes at the same time. I think, and that's why Adele, everybody kind of followed her lead because Beyonce was the first to kind of say or just not stream until she got themselves. And I think that's the really, that's kind of an artist-only outlet at this point. Don't stream it until you get your coin. So hopefully, you know, somebody from Parkwood is listening to this and that they take heed because I would, it would be really painful to watch. Beyonce has worked her ass off. Her team has worked their ass off to get her to this kind of level of just excellence in the way that they kind of have this element of not only surprise, but we, we've come to expect a level of excellence and we want that to continue. And for that to be compromised because you guys are really trying to make title happen would be ridiculous. Like, don't, don't do that. We've come too far. Don't do that. 
<laughs> Let me know what you guys think, though. Of course, you can send me a message on Twitter at Miss Success, M-I-S-S Success, or you can comment uh, on this episode if you're listening on SoundCloud. And of course, if you're listening on iTunes, please write a review and rate the podcast. Talk to you soon.